conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples Podcast. Today we have episode number 98, What We Never Realized About Boundaries. Before we jump into this episode, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you to Next Level Podcast Solutions for producing this show and I believe 56 others. 2023 was a hell of a year. Thank you all so much. Mm. Appreciate it. As always, my love, ladies first, what is your intention for today's episode? My intention is to help our listeners understand how important their boundaries are at a deeper level than our last episode that we talked about boundary violations, because the event that we just did that we're going to get into today on this episode for a little event recap. So, so important to bring in what we never realized to help them understand how important their boundaries are. It has been a boundary themed couple months. So Mm -hmm. Emilia and I had our 30th relationship talks virtual event thank you to all the listeners who joined us it was so fun yes 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 thank you uh it was actually a great showing i expected it to be skimpy during the holidays but we actually had a, a great attendance so thank you for that so proud everyone of everyone who came yeah okay so at the event it was about boundaries and the, we, we talked about the different types of boundaries the areas of boundaries all that kind of stuff but we opened the event with a clip from home alone so emilia and i got to do our homework watching home alone (laughs) because we were thinking of ourselves what's a popular movie that people can relate to that has a lot of boundary violations we thought okay it's december it's around the holidays this is a cult classic let's watch home alone Mm. and if you've never seen home alone i'll verbally express it in a way where you'll kind of understand the context but for those of you who have seen the movie you'll understand completely okay so this is the first one and there's a big 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 house this is a 90s movie and the family has what 25 people in it or something crazy it's a huge family huge family kids from like three years old i want to say fuller's youngest to like teenagers yeah it's just a 19 huge family yeah it's all living under one roof alarming (laughs) alarming how many people are in this household Mm -hmm. so excuse me so the scene that we played during the event is the scene where they're all running around like crazy because they're all going to France for the holidays the next day. Mm-hmm. And they ordered 12 pizzas. And Kevin is the main character of the film. He's the one who's left home alone. Mm-hmm. And prior to them all leaving the next day for their flights and counting the heads wrong and, and going to France basically without their son. <laughs> without their uh, How old kid. is Kevin? He like is he seven six years or old. seven? He's yeah, young. He's, he was cute. uh so basically that whole scene that we played during the event was just constant boundary violations Mm -hmm. and so we played it you know with with the audience watching it with us and 
I had seen that movie as a kid. So I was born in 88 and I was a 90s kid. So I saw that movie way, way, way back. And I haven't watched it in at least a decade. Mm -hmm. And when Emilia and I watched it, from the frame of boundaries it was like whoa this is a whole thing so if you if you don't remember there was the uncle who was like look what you did you little jerk and the mom was trying to pay for the pizza everyone was doing all their stuff kevin wanted a cheese pizza and didn't end up getting a cheese pizza and i guess all the cheese had been eaten by the time he got there yeah and he doesn't like sausages and anchovies and all that kind of stuff. So he ends up tackling his older brother into the milk. The milk cartons spill. The the soda spills. The whole table. Everything's everywhere. And there's also another character, Fuller, who he's going to have to sleep with, who apparently wets the bed. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have to sleep in the same bed as him. And he's drinking soda and that whole thing. <laughs> so there's all this stuff, chaos, chaos, chaos going on. And boundaries left and right just being violated. And really what it comes down to is there was no boundaries almost at all yeah. in this family. So what I figured out is that after the event, three days later, I'm on the phone with a client of mine, actually a team member, team member who was there. And we were talking about how she's watching a bunch of holiday movies with her husband because her husband loves the holidays. And she can't watch some of these movies anymore because they're so triggering. (laughs) And by triggering, what she means is not not only some of the sexism and racism in, in the older movies, but more importantly, the boundary violations. She's just seeing them everywhere so she says i she says this and this is what we get from a lot of our relationship talks events i can't unsee that now i just can't unsee that now and so you're gonna see boundary violations everywhere and so to the the point of this episode is what we never realized about boundaries me more than emilia probably is that boundary violations are all over the place constantly and they're in movies, they're in literature, they're, they're our friends, our family, our, at work. They're constantly, always happening. always happening. And usually they're happening unconsciously. And, and that's what's creating so much social anxiety. I think one of the main causes of social anxiety, and this is what I just realized recently, are boundary violations that we don't even realize are happening. Facts. And, and that's where this episode so was born. And we, so we actually talk, talked in the event about what are the three primary boundary blockers, though we're not going to get into the three, all three of them. We want to get into the biggest the one biggest because one. what we never realized was that not to mention like the three were, were likely not even aware of, but number one, the, ba- the biggest boundary blocker, first let's define boundary blocker like we did in the event. It's anything that's getting in the way of you setting a boundary. Right. So if you're like everyone else who wants to get along with the people that you care about or the people that you go to work with every single day or your family or your friends or your intimate relationship, you want to get along. This is the number one thing that gets in the way of you setting a boundary, of you honoring a boundary, of you protecting that boundary we talked about in the event. And that number one boundary blocker that we all experience is fear. The fear of being loved, the, of not being loved, the fear of being judged, the fear of not actually being together in a hunky-dory way. And for for me, for example, when Alan and I first got together, I was so fearful that I wasn't going to be loved and that I was going to be judged with him, which looking back now, it's kind of ironic and it, it's laughable. But that fear of not being loved, if I were to set a boundary was really prevalent and the boundary for example for me was if there's any yelling or if there's any sort of like absurd behavior at any parties or whatever we're going to then I'm I'm gonna need to leave 
And I was so afraid of not being a team, quite frankly, and him not loving me if I were to assert that boundary that it made it really scary to do that and assert that boundary with him. And we had during the event, you know, talked a lot about boundaries and asserting them. Like Alan said, the different boundary types, the different boundary areas. And we had one of the community members, which we appreciated the vulnerability so much in this because everyone, when they heard her comment, it was like, whoa, I feel that at a different level. What happens when we actually go to assert a boundary? To use her words, when I try to be around my family and I go and I assert a boundary, I get guilted into actually staying for days and it actually ends up throwing myself off. So what does that induce? It induces this number one boundary blocker, which is fear, fear of not being loved by your family, right? Fear of not being um, accepted or fitting in with a crowd. And that number one fear is the, the number one thing that we didn't realize has such a big impact when it comes to setting and honoring our boundaries. The other thing we didn't realize about boundaries, or at least I didn't, is how unaware everyone is of this. So at the event, I think there was 12 or so attendees to and from. And at the beginning of the event, I had been made very adamant of everyone choose one boundary they're going to set and honor during the holidays. And usually in the chat, we have tons of stuff coming in. And by the end, we had a ton of chat engagement. But at the beginning, we had crickets. Yeah, it was a little And I, I realized why is I don't think anyone's ever done this before. No, as a matter of fact, I was speaking with a client that was actually in there. And he had actually apologized. He's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't really as involved as I usually am. Because, you know, when you guys were talking about boundaries, it was like, well, what boundaries? As a people pleaser, I know what boundaries do I have? So it, I think to the crickets of, of what you were just saying, like a lot of people were in a good way paused in the, in the content that we were exploring together to actually reflect for maybe the first time about what their boundary would be, I know. which I know for a lot of people that was initially hard, but by the end, like you said, yeah. so many people were so Everyone grateful. had a boundary by the end that yeah. they were going to try to honor. I didn't mean to trip yeah. you love, but, uh, my just to share for our listeners what our boundaries were. So Emilia and I led by example. My boundary for the holidays was to make sure we still exercise. Yeah. Because I was always frustrated with how during the holidays I couldn't honor my fitness goals. A right. lot of people understand that you you're on a diet, you you have certain things you want to eat or not eat and you want to still go to the gym. And I remember in the past it's like, well, why do you have to go to the gym or it's Christmas or whatever it is. Right. And Emilia's was we still want to get to bed on time. Yeah. Which we've been jeffing a little bit, but you know, it's good to set them even if you're imperfect. And that True. was talked and we've about improved in the so much yeah. in that arena too, because we were willing to recognize that this fear is present, but that doesn't mean we're not going to at least try to set those boundaries and improve upon them. What's going on? This is Brandon and Hannah. We wanted to give a shout out to Alan and Amelia and their relationship talks and going into relationship talks. I was under the impression that, you know, my relationship didn't have any conflict or didn't have any problems. You know, it actually was that way, but I knew I wanted a relationship that resembled Alan and Amelia. And that's a relationship that is just next level and different from other relationships. So seeking out their help has really brought me and Hannah together. And it's just been really, really incredible. And I can't thank them enough. Yeah, um, Alan and Amelia have both helped us in recognizing and acknowledging each other's 
um, really important core values and giving us insight and guidance on how to align those together so that we know we're growing together and never apart. Um, the goal is always to kind of be in everything together as a team. Alan and Amelia, we love you and thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you. So for those of you who weren't at the event, we want to give you the 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 goods here. <laughs> so there was three steps. Do you remember what those three steps were? The first one was set a specific boundary. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the other two? Yeah, the first, uh, yes and no. Let me see if I can work through this. So the first one was set a specific boundary and that's if you need to pull up okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up while you kind of um share with our listeners but um number one was definitely set it so give me a second i'll pull it up here so every single event we try to break it down in the simplest steps but for the listeners ask yourself this what boundaries are you setting how familiar are you with what a boundary even is in the event we ended up defining a the different types of boundaries and the different areas of boundaries. We're not going to go too deep on that. If you want the slides, reach out. Alan at the we university. Alan at the we university.com, which will be in the show notes or Emilia Emilia at the we university.com. We'll send you the slide deck, Mm -hmm. but I defined a boundary as honoring a core value or honoring a core aspiration. A core aspiration is a goal. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have an aspiration to hit my fitness goals So a core value is fitness. I want to go into the holidays honoring me exercising every single day. Right. And you have a core value of sleep and brain health is the goal Mm -hmm. and improving your memory, which is good for uh, sleep is good for. And so you have a core or a boundary of honoring a core value of sleep during the holidays. Right. And so what is a boundary? How many boundaries are you actually setting consciously? Mm -hmm. And then to the point of the event is, are you actually talking about these boundaries in advance with your family and with your friends and most importantly with your intimate partner? Yeah. And here's the thing that again, back to this number one boundary blocker, which is fear to that. It's, it's wonderful to be able to honor our core values, but a lot of us don't actually know even where to start. And that's where the whole concept of boundaries can be really intimidating when you first get a a look behind the curtains, if you will. And However, when you do start to explore and examine what boundaries are and how you do actually honor those core values, it's actually extremely empowering, just like everyone really felt at the end of the event, which was it's really it boils down to the rules and limits that are set so of behavior, of conversations, of what you're willing and What's not an willing to do. So an example of that, for example, we had talked about at the event was if I value and I want to honor my core value of brain health, if I value that, which I do. I actually really want to set a hard limit, which is a bedtime for my nanites. And I need to make sure the rule around that for my own behavior is my goal, my rule for myself, bedtime at 10. If that's the case and we're having people over, then my rule, my limit of having people in our household is maybe let's say nine, nine o'clock. Okay. Okay. Well, we know they need to leave. If we go to a family party. Yep. And if there's yelling, then we're leaving. Right. These are simple if-then statements. A boundary is an if-then statement. It really is. So if if I want to get to bed, no. So if someone's in our house past nine, then they have to leave. We have to, yeah. We do a specific behavior. We say a specific thing. So every boundary can be framed in an if-then statement. Is that fair? For the most part, yeah. And that's why it's really helpful to understand what the boundary types are. And we went into that again in the event. If you want that 
detail, reach out to us. But that's why you need to understand how, where you fall on the spectrum of what type of boundary do you want to assert here? Okay. Because it's how hard or soft, if you will, this behavior or if then is going to be for you. So okay. the step number one that we had in the event was exactly set the boundary. Decide what one boundary you want to set this holiday season. So all of our listeners, stop what you're doing, unless you're driving, and figure out one boundary that you want to practice setting. Just one. Yeah, one Let's small not go one. crazy. One small I'm going to encourage yeah, yeah, it to yeah, be yeah. small, small and small. not Start super small. scary. Yeah. So d- <laughs> if... Uh, here's an example of one not to set. Uh, if I eat too much, then I'm going to wake up at 3.30 a.m. and go to the gym. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> that's not a good idea. right? So, so something small like I want to make sure we leave that party by 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Or I want to make sure that I at least exercise for 20 minutes during the holidays. Yeah. Or whatever it is, but start small. Something small. Step number two is do to discuss it. So what we found with boundaries is that you're going to be better off if you feel as though you have someone who can support you. In this setting of the event, we talked about intimate partners. It has been so much easier for me to actually honor my boundaries because Alan and I have discussed them and we've actually had conversations that were creative and explored what I'm comfortable with versus what I'm not comfortable with around the bedtime stuff you know what alarms to set how we want to wind down all that stuff and so step number two for you is determine when you want to actually discuss this boundary with a friend or with your intimate partner or with your family before I would argue you're actually asserting it so So this might be like a text message that you send to your family say hey just so you know we we need to be in bed by 10 so we're actually going to be leaving at nine yeah okay great example exactly and then that way no one guilts you or maybe less likely to guilt you when you need to leave at 845 or say your goodbyes or whatever it is. Exactly. And we had actually done this with a client just recently, which was really cool to do. So the step number three is really simple. It's honoring it. Simple, but very powerful when we can. And very difficult. Simple, but difficult. So we put here for everyone to take messy actions because again, taking messy action and trying to honor it. What do you mean by messy action? um, Fail forward. So fail forward of, okay, if you're trying to leave an event at nine o'clock and that's your boundary and your setting, you agree as a couple, let's leave at nine o'clock. Okay. Let's yeah, start saying goodbye. Don't beat yourself up at, if you leave at nine o five. If you leave at nine o five, nine fifteen, right? You determine what that, what that slippery slope is, yeah. if you will. There's, give yourself a little bit of wiggle room, a little yeah. bit of grace. Yeah. And we always encourage everyone to kind of review afterwards because the, the pudding, the, pudding really is in the review especially for you and I and clients of like how do we do on that like let's kind of understand did we do messy action or did we let fear the boundary blocker really take over and we actually took no action we didn't set any limits we didn't set any rules around when we were going to say goodbye how we approach this and be honest with yourself if that's the case because not to shame or guilt or blame yourself on that but rather just to recognize okay what boundary blocker did get in the way. Was it fear again? Okay, let's talk about that. How can we get a little bit better? So a good example of that would be on the drive home, just talking about how you did. So, hey, Mm. we had set the intention to leave by nine. We ended up leaving at 9.15. Okay, not terrible. That's progress. Celebrate it. Celebrate. That's what experience review is, by the way. Okay, so uh, we get a jump. Couple things just to wrap up here. Number one, a boundary is honoring a core value or a core aspiration. Mm-hmm. A core value is we have many episodes about core values. So it's really, how would you define a core value, love? Core value is something that never changes about you that you value. Okay. Uh, a core aspiration is like a goal. 
So I want to lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks. So I want to make sure I exercise consistently. Awesome. Something that you desire. So a boundary is honoring a core aspiration or a core value. Step one is set, set a boundary. Step two is talk to your intimate partner about it or your friends or your family about it in advance. Mm -hmm. Step three is honor it when the time comes. And then the last piece is do an experience review, see how you did. Because what we don't want to happen is you to set a boundary for nine o'clock, leave at nine o five, beat yourself up and then never set boundaries again because you let yourself down. Yeah. And so a lot of times that's what happens. We let ourselves down. We say we're going to go to the gym and we don't. And then we get stuck in shame. So then we just stop setting boundaries altogether. And that's the downward spiral of basically never honoring your core values or core aspirations. For sure. And and the reason underneath that is because a lot of us have what's called all or nothing thinking. If we don't go all in, then it doesn't really mean much. You know, and that's a thing that I think a lot of us could benefit from challenging that all or nothing thinking where taking messy action and and failing forward and at least trying that's still worthy of celebration. You know, it's interesting because when we're younger, we get celebrated by, by trying, just trying, right. But as we get older, we somehow just start (laughs) self-criticizing and being so (laughs) terrible and mean and like so unkind to ourselves. But yet if this is something that's new to you, that's just not fair to you. So uh, we hope that this episode was helpful. And I know that we definitely won't stop talking about this because this is such a big challenge for so many people. And you're not alone, you know, if this is something that you're struggling with. So um, definitely, you know, tune in for more because there's so much more to come. And we're going to celebrate ourselves for showing up today. It is Christmas Eve today. Christmas Eve. And we still showed up for our listeners. So, yeah, messy action. It wasn't perfect. No. (laughs) It was not perfect. But we showed up and we did it. And that's awesome. Okay. So speaking of boundaries, my timer just went off. We are 20 minutes in. So if you are out there listening or watching this and you and your intimate partner want to make sure you're on the same team, on the same page toward the similar goals and... uh, you want to try Relationship Talks Coaching. So we do a free session every Saturday that is available. You can click the link in the show notes. And it's really a lot like if you've ever tried couples counseling, it's like that, but more goal-oriented, more future-oriented. We have couples that we're coaching that are achieving so much more than they once believed was possible. And so not only are we going to help you two get along better and work in harmony, but we're also going to help you achieve a lot more for your family, for your legacy, that kind of thing. So I hope that you book on our calendar. The first one's free. We're not going to sell you anything. We're just going to help you in any way that we can. No strings attached. Okay, no strings attached. Of course, we're going to nudge you and say, hey, you might want to work with us. Mm -hmm. But no strings attached on that first one. We just want to meet our listeners. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and in that show notes, while you're in there, definitely don't miss the opportunity to register for our next Relationship Talks event. This will be the first of 2024, so you're not going to want to miss it. We don't do anyone that's the same, and this topic is going to be digging into all things overcoming insecurities in your relationship. And I'm super excited for that one. It's event number 31 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can come show up in your Snuggies with a cup of tea. You don't even have to have your camera or mic on. You can literally just listen in. I'm so excited for that one because the amount of insecurities that crop up in relationships that just get smoothed out under the rug or swept underneath the rug, if you will, um, you know, it, it starts to tear relationships down. So we don't need that. And we certainly don't want that happening in your relationship. So join us on the next Relationship Talks event. It is free and we cannot wait to see you there. I said this to Emilia earlier when we were 
thinking about and talking about this event, I said, nope, not me. No insecurities over here. (laughs) 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 You, uh, there's two types of people. There's people who have insecurities and there's liars, (laughs) you know? Uh, No, seriously though. But when you work on those, ironically, when you face your insecurities Mm -hmm. together as a team, you end up less insecure. And more connected. And more connected. Yeah. Yeah, It's awesome. So come join us. Be vulnerable. Be courageous. They're, They're totally private events. Yeah. And we hope to see you there. And, uh, that's all we've got for you. As always, happy holidays. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday and a happy new year. We will talk to you in a week. So I think that's before the new year. Yeah. But as always, it's not about (laughs) you or me. It's about the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we. We.